1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we get confirmation of the post-split fixtures Celtic can win the title at heart And under a fortnight with the trip to Ibrooks the following week Stuart Robertson is stepping down as Rangers CEO To be replaced by James Bisgrove And Hibs await the outcome of James Jago's Controversial red card appeal from the weekend I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson It's been a busy
2: Tuesday so far Gordon, the post-fix your split uh, Post split fixtures come usage. out no, 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 God, I know I've got that up Good stuff <laughs> Anyway the fixers come out It yeah. shows where Celtic Can win the league And if they don't Win it at Tynecastle, Castle They have the opportunity To do it at Ibrox And then just before We come in air Stuart Robertson Leaving Rangers As the reshuffle At the top of the club Goes on I'm sure A lot of Rangers fans Will have their Seeing that And that's before We get
3: to the build up Of the big game At the weekend also yeah, it's never quiet in Scottish football after an exciting weekend I hope you boys enjoyed your weekend off, it was great in here without you um, yeah. But obviously the split there is out now We see who's uh, playing each other in the running, in uh, top and bottom There's a lot of exciting games, a lot of important games at both ends of the table And as Mark quite rightly says, all eyes will probably focus on Sunday and Saturday semi-final Scottish Cup
1: 01419511025 let's hear from you then as if all that is not enough St Mirren fans one in particular for you at 7 o'clock tonight Uh, the Good look standard In the studio will rise Because your captain Mark O'Hara Is going to come in And stand in between these two uh, And join us for the second hour Of the show So we look forward to that And listen This time last week We had a bit of a debate About player of the year And loads of people Were talking about the season Mark O'Hara had had Even from out with The St Mirren fan base So it'll be good to get his thoughts After the buddies Made that top six finish At the weekend So you can get your questions Into us for him Over there on Twitter Or on the phones From 7 o'clock onwards Uh, And for the first hour Let's get stuck right into All those talking points So many What do you make of the Post split fixtures We could probably do A 6 hour show on that Because the split Always throws up Anomalies in terms of Home and away fixtures You've then got TV choices and various other things that tend to annoy people uh, about the post split fixture scheduling. Celtic fans, we do now know you can win the title at Tynecastle in your next league game. And then, if that doesn't happen, we know we always look at, uh, with a lot of interest to see when uh, the final Old Firm game will be. And it's the following one, uh, and that's at Ibrooks, of course. So, any of your thoughts on the post split fixture, get them in. Rangers fans, You wanted change Many of you wanted change And in the last couple of weeks It's chairman Sporting director And CEO All gone So what do you make of the latest edition of that Stuart Robertson To leave Rangers at the end of the season And James Bisgrove Who's obviously there already In a commercial and marketing role Will become the new CEO So what do you make about that Are you happy about that ultimately Is that the right decision Are you happy about it Do you still have reservations What do you make of the overall a change in direction Is this new chairman John Bennett Making moves quickly What do you think Of everything that's going on there 01419511025 What a week we've got in store Mark Wilson
2: Remarkable Um I mean <coughs> As said said All eyes will be on the weekend Two semi-finals Two huge occasions For four clubs Starting with Falkirk Via Inverness Then obviously the big one On Sunday But everything in between You know the fixtures coming out It's always intriguing And when Celtic uh, have got three points just to win the title All eyes were on when that was going to be Now, I guess every Celtic fan would have hoped that that could have been a home game Barring that, they would have loved to have won the title at Ibrox Barring that, their third choice would have probably been Tynecastle So they've got the opportunity to do it away at at Tynecastle If not then you know, away Rangers before their, their home games coming up, so it's just been fascinating. And then the big one, you're right, Gordon, to, to highlight big news Stuart Robertson leaving because Huge. with Ross Wilson leaving, and um, we chatted about the banners that the Rangers fans were holding up. And right on that banner next to Ross Wilson was Stuart Robertson's face with the cross through it. So, is it the right decision? Well, you know, the Rangers chairman, maybe, and the board. Listening to the fans on this occasion We all know what fan power can do It's change at the top And big change at that Will it take the club in the direction that's needed? Well, only time will tell You, just,
3: you just wonder how the Rangers fans are feeling tonight Because it wasn't that uh, uh, Not too long ago, Gordon You mentioned Fir Park When it was a, a very hard sight For the people sitting in the director's box Looking to the right hand side You look at Rangers now They want it change. The fans want it change. They've got it The chairman's gone Stuart Robinson's gone um, Ross Wilson's gone So you just wonder What way is it Mm. now forward For Rangers um, Going into next season And probably A massive game Coming up on Sunday as well
1: Well answer the man Rangers fans How do you feel about that news today Is it good news For you Is that a direction you want To see the club heading in Do you still have reservations Or give us all your thoughts 0141951 one o two five. Alec is going to kick us off tonight though with the post-split fixtures. What do you make of them, Alec? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Pleasure. I, I just find it very strange that Celtic have got two away games, Gordon, to start with. Uh, I mean, obviously,
4: we hope to win the league at Tynecastle now, but would it not be better for the supporters to let 60,000 into Celtic Park rather than, I think we get 1,100 tickets for, for Tynecastle. Uh, I mean, the, the league's going. We're going to win the league. We at Tain Castle or Ibrox or even the following week against Mun. We're going to win it. We we'll only need to win one out of the five games. So, would it not have been better for the, the home support, sixty uh, thousand? They, they have a great. We have a great travelling support that puts a lot of money into a lot of clubs all around the country. It's not been better to to say, right? Let's thank these guys and, and let them have a home game first.
1: I actually thought it was less than that, you know, the allocation for Tynecastle But we don't need to argue about that right now because there's every chance you know more than me about that, Alec. Um, Mark, I think most Celtic fans will probably feel that way. Is that yeah. something you expected when you saw those fixtures uh, come out?
2: Yeah, I expected there to be a home game first. Get it over and done, mate. We always hear about this obsession as, oh, they kind of have Celtic and Rangers facing off for the title decider. Um, so I thought there might have been a better way of juggling it. However, I don't know the ins and outs that goes into putting You know Five mm-hmm. fixtures on For all those clubs And all the Permutations that they have to take Into consideration Where who's played So many home games And fit all in So I don't know what that takes But having Hearts away Followed by Rangers away um, Quite unusual You know And Like Ange Postacoglu Will not moan You you won't hear him Complain I think he hasn't sure.
1: referenced it today Speaking to Celtic TV I assume Um like I don't think it was a big moan as such But anyway um, Well, I would be surprised If he
2: made a, a big song and dance about it Maybe he'll say the same as Alec That he would have much preferred a home game But they'll just need to roll their sleeves up And get on with it Like they have done all season Um buy a kick in the teeth for the Celtic fans Right enough Who would want to see it wrapped up However
1: <laughs> Is there a possibility but, but, <laughs> They lose two games And then it has to go further down the line I suppose this is This is what's difficult Gordon Because the split is a It's a unique phenomenon Right When you get to this stage You're not You're not going to Cherry pick You know what I mean You're not going to be able To design it Exactly as everyone wants And I completely get Where Alex's coming from Because if I was a Celtic fan I'd probably feel that way as well But at the same time This is assuming They win at Tyne Castle. And you see how that's difficult Because you and I And Mark We all think they'll probably win And they'll mm-hmm. probably win the title um, But It's It's not actually a given Everybody just Sort of assumes it is And they know that they're close And I guess this is the difficulty When you kinda are selecting fixtures You're kinda cherry picking them But but you're not really And then you've got As Mark says So the way I understand Roughly the way it works The SPFL In conjunction with I guess the police They'll set out the fixture list And then Sky will come And try and look at what games They're going to show The clubs All Set up this bizarre scenario For some people That you can only do Televised games From each stadium Four times in a season Which then changes things Slightly as well So It was never going to be easy And I think we've seen That play out today
3: Yeah I think there's more to it Than you know Supporters think Just putting games together To suit the league title When they're going to win it Yes of course If you're a Celtic fan You're a bit I think you would be a bit disappointed uh, Hearts away As you say The allocation is not great there Because Hearts have got such a big home support Then Rangers None allowed in the stadium Smart saying What happens if they don't have two good results But uh, It's unfortunate for them. I'd be a bit uh, Disappointed If I was in the green and white Thinking right When's the league got to be won If that was a tight situation I think we'd have more phone calls If that was uh, sort of a, the points gap at the top, very very close. Could you you would say out of that post split, for me Rangers have come out at the better. They've come out with three home games against the the top teams: Aberdeen, Celtic. Yeah, and again,
1: that also depends on where you've played earlier on yeah. in the season, doesn't it? And it's it's never easy to totally um totally uh you know please everyone in, in that regard. But uh, Alec, do you expect it to be wrapped up at Tynecastle?
3: Uh, well,
4: obviously we've had a few good results uh, Last year the, the beat is there But I mean we're, we're going to win the title uh, I, would, I would hope that it's done the first game And then Rangers can give us a guard of honour As we run out to Ibrox ah, That'll be a good yeah, run, right,
1: for next week Yeah I think that'll, um, that'll happen Mark uh, I doubt that <laughs> We've had this not, a couple this, of seasons ago uh, didn't Yeah we, we had this we've before We've had it before And I don't yeah. think it happened
2: And I don't think it ever will happen
1: So um, Would you even care just incidentally? No, not really. Not if I was a, a player. I feel like I remember that was the sort of consensus last time. But anyway, look, we'll, we'll kick that one down the, the road for a little bit because we'll probably have to uh, get back to it at some point. Let's see what Ross uh, makes of it all, Ross.
5: Um, hi, God, Mark. Gordon, hope you're all well. Hello. Um, um, no, I just feel like Celtic fans have been shortchanged today. Um, I think that we should have been given the first home game um, just due to the fact that we're going to win the league. And I think, out of respect for Celtic, we should have been given the home game to win the league in front of our own fans. So, me being a season ticket holder, I just feel as if the Celtic fans that go away in away games and stuff, I think they have been shortchanged, and we're going to win the league without the majority of Celtic fans being there to see it. <sighs>
1: I'm so torn on this because I, I get what you, I totally get where you're coming from, Ross, and I, I'm not going to be a hypocrite about this. If I was you, I'd feel the same. But also, like I said, is... Your your feelings there And Alec before you and, and Marks And everybody really Is all sort of dependent On this assumption That you're going to beat Hearts Isn't it And that, that's where it becomes difficult Yes we can Because Celtic are so dominant Because they're so strong We think we can predict With a relative degree of certainty Where they'll win the league But you're never going to be able To totally cherry pick All the post split fixtures For all the clubs Are you
5: no I get that I get obviously I, I get obviously The thinking behind it You need to consider are eleven clubs and stuff But I just feel like Celtic should have had The first fixture at home Against St Mim And the last fixture at home Against Aberdeen And had the three away games In the middle And I don't I don't, I don't get how difficult That can become But yeah,
1: I think that is the one Mark That would be the obvious one If you made Celtic St Mirren you Know if, if that became the first one now, somebody at the SPFL or Police Scotland or whatever will come up with then another piece of the jigsaw as to why that couldn't happen. I can't really see it from here, and neither can Ross. Yeah, um, I, I but, take but, it, but, but do you see what I mean? you deliberate, we do get ourselves in a bit of a mess here because we 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 almost handpick things anyway. Because as you said, we're desperate to avoid this title decider between Glasgow's big two, um, so we kind of handpick things, but then at the same time. Is it maybe just a little bit simplistic to say, well, we will, well, we'll give Celtic a home game right at the start so they can win the league in front of their own fans? I know it's unlikely Celtic might not beat Saint Mirren on that opening game, and then they need to go away in their next game and win the win the title in the second game anyway. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going round in circles a bit. I do appreciate that, but nothing is guaranteed. I think that's what you have to try and remember. Of course, but you
2: can. You can give the best chance a a, a, a complete early on. Now, there must be a reason, Gordon. Because but
1: why? Why would you do that though? That's what I mean. What well, rather than what obligation let, uh, is there to have it? What obligation? Because if we're if we're on one hand saying Celtic have been shortchanged here and hard done by, fine. We can't on the other say well, g- deliberately give them an opportunity to wrap the title up as soon as possible in front of home fans. That would be weird um, as well, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, but I think. W- with the way the fixtures are The the thing I Let's avoid this title decider Between Celtic and Rangers I think they've heightened it By Putting the fixtures this way There is every opportunity That Hearts Under a new manager Just scoring six last week Can give Celtic A very difficult afternoon And take points off them There's, there's every chance of that As much as I still think Celtic mm-hmm. will win and then, then it boils my, down but to that But
1: that's my point though Because as unlikely as it is it Could happen at Celtic if St. Park, did that? Of course so Is this of notion course. that it's like
2: I suppose it,
1: it, Guaranteed I, I suppose If you're weighing up
2: It isn't guaranteed But percentage wise You'd have a higher percentage Chance of winning against St Mirren at home Than you would away against okay, Hearts
1: I agree with that So is it are the
2: SPFL obliged then To, to do that for Celtic? I, I, no I, I don't think they're obliged To do anything but I would like to know How the fixtures come out I, I, I know you gave us a list Of what has to come into play Now I guess it's Not as simple as, as Ross says Just hand Celtic A game against St Mirren I guess They obviously have to look At St Mirren's fixtures Further down the line And who they're playing And what goes into that And where mm-hmm. they are In respect of uh, Who they've played before So
1: 'Cause it's a lot because isn't it I keep saying it Like a broken record Because I do sympathise With Ross mm-hmm. But I would also sympathise Then Gordon Because there will be Loads of other permutations that, that we've not even Looked at yet And there is a temptation Here on this show and In this city To look at everything Through the lens Of Celtic and Rangers And you know Everything through the The lens of Winning the league At the top But, but there are other teams In there as well And it you're never going to be able to cherry pick a scenario for everyone. You just can't do that. Yeah,
3: you. You look at St. Mirren. St. Mirren are what six? So St. Mirren are looking maybe in the first couple of games. Um, I think they've got a home game to start with. They're looking to pick up points, pick up momentum. Now I agree with you, guys. That if Celtic had to play St. Mirren in the first game after the, the the split, I would certainly fancy Celtic home to go and win the title. But it's not a given. But you've got to be considerate to other clubs as well You just can't fit in everything
1: For instance, am I right in saying There's always these anomalies And if we're going to take the positives of the split Like we did on Saturday Then sometimes you have to take the the negatives Do Aberdeen, are they going to go to Celtic Park for a third time this season?
2: First game of the season, they went there, didn't they? Uh, Yeah, I believe so So,
1: you you see what I mean there? If you're Uh, you're Hearts in Aberdeen and, and you're going for third the Aberdeen internet will be said. Well, but if there's, if there's one place things. you don't want to go three yeah. times, it would be there. Yeah. Unless you've got Kevin Van Veen um, in your ranks, of course. That's, Had that's to just get that. That's in there. correct. <laughs> I
3: think it's very hard for that balance to to try and keep everybody happy. You're never gonna ever going to do it. Look, I'm with you guys, and probably every Celtic fans sitting listening to us radio. If I was involved at Celtic or a Celtic support, I would love a home game. And who would have picked either St Mirren or Hibs because they're sitting 6th-5th. Aberdeen, a bit of forum. They can come to Celtic Park. Hearts are sitting there. They're looking to finish third. So you would probably pick a St Mirren or Hibs. But you've got to be fair to every other club. Mm. And Aberdeen fans will be sitting there saying, yeah, we've got to go. Ch- third place is a lot of money to them. Europe and everything.
1: Incredible. You know. So Because so- we're actually talking there about a, s- a scenario where Aberdeen might Finish third or might not, not finish third. Yeah. What we're talking realistically for Celtic is about when they win it. You know, mm. you, as you said earlier, it's not like the order of this fixture realistically is going to determine where the title ends up.
2: Mm-hmm. No, that's that's true. So
1: a lot more at stake. But just because there are game. other problems yeah. doesn't mean this isn't valid. So I do accept that. I mean, Ross, do you expect it to wrap it up then at Tynecastle? Is there any part of you that would um, not mind if it rolled over to doing it against Rangers?
5: No, well, I, I don't know if I speak another, and on behalf of other Celtic fans here But I'm quite prepared to give half the three points was that game and just win at Ibrox I'm happy to do that
1: I thought that was going to go the opposite way I thought that was going to go the opposite well, way I well, must admit well, it's
3: see, Do you know something? I, I'm finding that quite surprising Do you know why? Because if you want it at Tyne Castle, at least there's a, there's a group of Celtic yeah, not many anyway, though. It doesn't matter, but there's still... Everything's about it. the rivalry here. Yeah, but if are you, you... Are won- you new to this show? I know, but if you want it he broke. I just... There's no supporters mm. there To say. Win at I Ibrox
0: All day yeah, long We're no supporters All day long
3: okay. I, I'd rather But if I was David, said, David's wanna...
1: on Twitter He says I take Gordon's point In fixture one Regarding Celtic But they absolutely Handpicked the last fixture So Celtic are at home For trophy day in Sky And I did say that You know there's this yeah. There is this feeling That some of it's handpicked But then you're never Going to be able to Handpick it all either uh, So I don't know We will continue to argue about this Into the near future I suspect 01419511025 I can see more calls about fixture lists coming in Um, So feel free Rangers fans If you want to discuss Stuart Robertson Leaving the club Because I feel like that's quite big news Why don't you give us a call right now
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Mark Wilson And Gordon DL Are here It's 1419511025. Let's bring in Thomas In Milton These fixture Announcements Have got everyone going uh, What do you think Thomas What's your point For the guys tonight
4: Just I was listening on the radio As I was You know Up the road there It was just to Say Good evening gentlemen Anyway sorry Oh you carry um, on don't just, we a, It was just a, a scenario If It got To the The situation Where it was it went to Ibrooks for the game. Do you not think the police would intervene and get this game changed? Could that would that not cause I know there's not gonna be any Celtic fans here, but it would not cause riots. We'd probably be Celtic fans out with the game near the thing, but would that not cause riots?
1: No, I mean it's not gonna change now. That's the thing. That's part of the thought process that we are always told that goes into these fixtures. You know, they always like you said, it's been trotted out for years that they try and avoid a title decider between the sides, uh, and you know, please Scotland will have their input. The SPFL, but no, no, it's it's, it's not going to now. It's not going to now change if if Celtic um, don't beat Hearts at Tynecastle because the the fixtures have been published. The TV selections have been published, and you're not just going to do that with six seven days notice. No that's it It's done And Rangers yeah. Celtic might win The league at Ibrox And that's just the way It might yeah, be And
3: and and according to Mark who's obviously Been at the club And played with the club And some Celtic supporters They would love Nothing better um, I just I just Think that Winning it there Probably When it was Olden days And they had the their own supporters are in to celebrate. I think one in the league, you've got to have your supports where it's a small lot, which we could be at Tyne Castle. I don't know what the allocation is, gone, but I know it's not a lot because of the the half-season ticket situation, but at least it's some. Um, uh, yeah, they could go. I'll not change now. There could be a possibility, but I think uh, as much as we're sitting here looking at those fixtures right now, the way Celtic play, I think it was 3-0 last time they went to Tynecastle. I I would fancy Celtic very strongly on that day to lift the title.
1: Mark, well, we never really know how how if people are over overreact to it anyway because it was not just was it last season. It was recently that Celtic essentially won it there anyway, didn't they? Um, is that was it last season? Did They not they beat Celtic. Uh, they beat Ranger two one. Uh, that was about yeah early April. I'm trying to think if that was the if that's if that's the season I'm thinking of, but. Sometimes we give this such a big build up And it can happen anyway And you just need to I, take it in the But gym. I think
2: the difference is You know All but winning it Like you're mentioning Is different <sighs> fans, From actually but fans, winning it
1: Fans don't really distinguish Between the two For us no, I, mean, we'll never I don't say know about
2: that Gordon I don't know it's, I, I think they would Distinguish Because getting over the line um, Is is a lot different From almost over the line and just doing enough I think the euphoria From winning it At Ibrox Would be something That
1: we've not seen In a long time I think to be fair That was the draw Against Dundee United That sealed it last season But Brendan Rodgers Era then I think it happened Well Celtic beat Rangers
2: uh, At Celtic Park I remember In 2018 5-0 So so it can happen And not even that long ago I think it's slightly different When it's at Ibrox we know Celtic fans in, and I but think but surely, Thomas but surely, makes if a,
1: anything, it would be even less of an issue because that one was at Celtic Park with Rangers fans in.
2: But there is going to have to be some place for Celtic fans to congregate. It's just the way it is yeah, in this no, city. But, that,
1: but that's going to happen whenever they win the league, isn't yeah, it?
2: Yeah, yeah. But uh, I would say the the euphoria
1: would be heightened by one in an Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look, it's <laughs> <But like laughs> they to but make it, like, like I said at the start. That's, that is that set is setting stone That stuff Thomas's point I think is If it comes about That Celtic can win it At Ibrox Will the police intervene And move it I mean the answer well, to that Has to be no Not no. a chance
2: Not a chance um, The game will take place um, it, it, Look It could be Irrelevant the point We're making Because Celtic like Daz said They've been to Tynecastle This year And dealt with it with And if they've got A fit squad And they come off of a, Back of a good result On Sunday You would think They would do Similar again So it could be irrelevant um, Certainly be interesting if the mm. drop points At Tyne but
1: uh, Thomas Big news coming out Of your club today Stuart Robertson CEO leaving the club Is that something You pay much attention To that stuff?
4: I don't pay a lot Of attention to that I just look For new players To get signed And, and the team To get better
1: He's an on the pitch man I don't mind that I know some fans are But I, I just feel like Nowadays Gordon It's all it's all one but That's why I'd asked the question Because well Look you only need to look At the scenes in <clears throat> Fur Park A couple of weeks ago To tell you how many
3: fans Pay attention to that stuff Yeah th- <clears throat> Excuse me I think I think the days of uh, You know And I totally agree with Thomas I think there's a lot still in his camp That you go along there You're not really interested In what's happening at board level You're more interested In what's happening In the dugout And on the pitch And who, results going. Who signs the guys That get uh, yeah. you the
1: results though You know And yeah. put the yeah, infrastructure
3: but, but in place Now football's completely different The guys above The the likes of the Michael Beals Are so so important Because they do Have a big big say In who comes into the club The signings The standards How the club goes forward Now the just fans to me the majority of them can't complain tonight Because as I said at that day at Far Park It wasn't If you were a part of that And you're sitting there Looking over at your right And let, let's be honest People say Yeah okay We're there to take criticism uh, Criticism's very difficult to take It doesn't matter how strong a character you are And if the Rangers fans are, are Making their feelings clear That they don't want you anywhere near a club They don't want you a part of a club Then that's fine That's what they pay their money for Now they've got their wish Because the people that they were talking about Especially, you know, Stuart Robinson and Ross Wilson They've departed Well, I think um, Stuart Robinson is the 31st of July gone Now he's been there eight years He's been there a a, a right long time Now he'll depart at the end of July It's a new dawn, it's a new way of moving forward So it'll be interesting now To see where Rangers go How they, they plan the structure From Michael Beale all the way up it's kind of similar if you're going to broad brush Mark, it's, it's obviously similar to, to Ross Wilson.
1: Where if you want to give praise to Stuart Robertson, you would say, Well, he was the CEO when Rangers eventually won the title, and he was the CEO when Rangers got to the European final. And if you want to be a bit more critical than that, you would say, Well, yeah, he was a CEO that didn't build on that and yeah. has, has left Rangers trailing uh, at the moment. Um, so Suit so yourself Rangers fans I guess
2: Well that's the way football is now I think fans have got a fascination Of what happens above the manager And above the pitch nowadays It's became popular to know Who your CEO is inside out Who your you know head of recruitment is It's it's just the end thing But you're right Stuart Robertson There since 2015 um, Was there to see in a title See in a Scottish Cup And see the run to Europe But as every CEO has At big clubs They've Got their downfalls. They've got their their black marks against their name, and Mm. he's no different. And the Rangers fans did get to quite a dramatic, yeah,
1: quite a dramatic stage, Uh, though. Didn't it? it, Well, when
2: when fans are holding up banners with your face crossed out, that's when you know you've you've you went the opposite direction. I've no
3: doubt for Stuart Robertson that Fur Park was the 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 tipping over for him. Absolutely, a hundred percent, Gordon. I think he must have went away from that that ground that day and had a real good thing to sell, and it's taken him because he has been there eight years. He's been at the club a long, long time And I think that he wanted to be a part of the club But because of the situation And as I keep saying, as much as you can say And managers do all the time Well, that's what I'm paid for And I take the flack There's nothing worse than sitting there Taking that criticism I think it must have hurt mm-hmm. Stuart Robertson And he's decided to move on
1: And then I guess that, And by the way, Rangers fans Get involved You tell us You're more important in this debate than us for sure On 01419511025 when you appoint from within Like James Bisgrove Mark then it, It's sort of the same I see loads of Rangers fans On social media Saying "Oh Yeah you know what Good I'm happy with that As he's Rolling commercial And, and marketing He's brought in a lot of money A lot more money Than, than the club used to bring in And then other, You know we have been there already You've got a You've got a downside as well If you like And fans are saying Oh yeah is this the The James Bisgrove That was all aboard The, the Sydney Cup Remember that yeah. You know these, yeah. these types of things So Fans um,
2: don't forget Gordon, fa- and and they don't forget things that have a negative impact on the club or a nev- negative outlook. Um, they tend to forget some of the more important things that uh, you know the the hierarchy at clubs do. Um, and sometimes you get tarred way or oh, the same brush as the rest who have just went out. But it's a big role for James Bisgrove totally different role. Um, kind of top of the tree, head of the house, if you like. And there's a lot to get right. Um And his first few months In the job
1: mm. And Look obviously Douglas Park That was first wasn't it Struggling mm-hmm. to keep up Douglas Park And then John Bennett Again Promoted from within If you like Is this Is this a sign That things are very much Heading in a, a new In different direction I mean if Rangers fans Call for change And you get really Three of the most Prominent positions At the club Changing within a matter Of weeks or months Then it's, it's quite yeah. a significant. Well, take change. it back
2: to November as well, because include the manager in that. So, within the last, what, six, seven months, changing the manager, the chairman, the chief exec, and the sporting director, that is a mm. huge turnaround at the club. And then to follow, you're going to have players exiting. So, when you're talking about a transformation of a club, come the start of the season at the end of July then it's hard to find a a club that's transformed as much as Rangers would have
1: and Brian's quite right to point out that Robertson was actually the MD of the Rangers Football Club Limited and that Bisgrove is going to be the CEO there's a subtle (coughs) difference but Brian I'm sure you will appreciate that Gordon DL's knowledge of corporate structures is it's rusty right, mm, To say just, the least Just so different letters tie.
3: We'll, we'll leave that one be Same shut and
1: tie We'll leave that one be for now um, 01419511025 If you want to get in touch Rangers fans It's the perfect time To do so What do you make of that? Are you happy That Stuart Robertson Is leaving? Is it the right choice? How do you look back On his tenure? Is James Bisgrove the man? Let us know All of the above And anything else you've got For us right now
0: Cash for Kids Day
5: Clite 1
1: Now before we go any further though Where are we just over a week away? Nine days time You're going to want to mark this uh, in the calendar Because it's very important stuff Cash for Kids Day, Thursday the 27th of April We're all going to come together To try our very best and help the children affected By the cost of living crisis You don't have to wait until then to get involved We've got a good competition that you can enter right now We're talking about a seven night family holiday To Fuerteventura Flying from Edinburgh Airport on the 5th of August And heading straight for the Dunas Club Apartments Mark Wilson goes more holidays than any man I know So this would be wasted on him But Gordon DL and myself would love to win that And you... Could. It's all thanks to the lovely folk at Barhead Travel Who've donated the holiday And as if that wasn't enough 101 convenience stores have very kindly Donated 500 euros spending money So you can really enjoy your trip You'd just put that to green fees At whatever golf course was nearby, wouldn't you?
3: No, I'd go for a trip I'm really needing a
1: nice sweet room. Mm. No, but the 500 once you get there
3: Oh, the 500? Ah, I'd just Couple give a of rounds of golf. And...
1: Oh, would you? Yeah. That's very nice of you uh, Now, uh, entries to the competition are just £3 Every penny of that goes to cash for kids to help local families So £3, you're helping local families And you might end up in Ventura. It is a win-win And then some full details and online entry at ClydeOne.com Forward slash CFK Day. And that's for Cash for Kids Day with 101 Convenience Stores. 141
0: 1025 This is Scottish Football's league leader, Clyde1 Super Scoreboard.
1: Mark Wilson and Gordon Dl are here. It's 0141-951-1025, or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB. This day of every season You can mark it in your diary We have a good old moan and a whinge About the fixtures And in particular this year um, Of course there's ramifications As to when and where Celtic can win the title So lots of stuff coming uh, on that front Don't forget St Mirren fans Second hour of the show We're going to be joined live in the studio By your skipper Mark O'Hara as well So get your questions, your points Your love letters in If you so wish But let's go straight back to the phones And bring in Brian Who's on the line How are you Brian?
4: Yeah, thanks for letting me on I
1: hope it's all well Pleasure, all well in here What do you make of the big news coming out of Ibrooks Today then, this afternoon Stuart Robertson stepping down as CEO And James Bisgrove going to take his place
4: Yeah, I can understand Rangers fans uh, Been caring about just what happens in the pitch But I think the structure of your club uh, You know, everything has to be right Uh, As I said to the producer I believe James Bisgrove Has been earmarked for bigger things and this is his, his step up uh, the mistake on the the game between Rangers and Celtic in Australia uh, I just think James seen that as a commercial opportunity but didn't really understand Rangers fans feelings about going to Australia and playing second fiddle to Ange Post to call Luke Celtic and obviously it was then cancelled it was To to me, he's seen a commercial opportunity but he didn't understand the feelings. Uh, I wish him all the luck. Uh, I'd also like to thank Stuart Robinson for his uh, sterling work he's done at the club over the last eight years.
1: Yeah, it was interesting you say that, Brian, about the He maybe didn't understand the the feelings of the Rangers fans Do you you think he will now? Is that like as steep a learning curve as you'll get? Because you'll remember more than I do how Just how how angry the reaction to that was
4: Oh, without a doubt You know, without a doubt I don't know whether James is a Rangers fan Uh, Personally I don't think it really matters Uh, It was just a commercial opportunity You know, he's in there to make as much money for the club As possible uh, he made a mistake uh, Obviously Like everybody else You learn from your mistakes
1: That'd be the hope Mark I'm, I'm sure if you're, if you're James Bisgrove If you're John Bennett That rather than that Constantly being a stick That the Rangers fans Beat him with It, it is that it's, that it's that learning curve A big one Steve. Yeah, to, Yeah, yeah
2: it, was, it was a major incident A major um, Black mark against his name um, But he has to move on And the fans have to move on Because it is a promotion He's moving up the ladder a lot of the decisions going forward uh, In terms of the full club Will rest on his shoulders So Like the fans Like I say Find it hard sometimes to forget But the Australia thing Is now done
3: and dusted uh, And they'll need to move With the times mm. And move on And, and get behind I agree, with <coughs> I agree with that I think you've got to put that To the back burner now Go and forget about that I think Brian makes a good point, he's seen it as a commercial situation, which he probably looked at and thought, yes, this was good, didn't really understand it, and as Brian says, and Brian, you've said you've got to learn your mistakes, well, it's not Stuart Robinson, it's Stuart Robertson.
1: Because you called him Robinson yeah. first. <laughs> You've called him at, I call at least twice, four times. Twice. <laughs> Do you know what, though? Right, hold on. I've got a I've, I'm sure I was at a press conference recently. I think Michael Beale calls him that as well. And I'm pretty sure Stephen Gerrard did also. So, anyway, sorry, Mr. Robertson, if you're listening. Um, something I noticed, Brian, uh, uh, you know, as part of that announcement about James Bisgrove talking about hosting a new quarterly CEO fans forum. Edmondson's house Alongside other members Of the senior management um, And I just wonder if, if you and your fellow Rangers fans If that's something That you've really been Looking for Because I remember this when, when Douglas Park Stepped down uh, From the role as chairman People talking about Wanting more communication More transparency More openness Is is that the type of thing you, You'd be looking for?
4: Yeah it's a doubt. I mean that's That's what you You're basically Keeping the fans in the loop uh, You know what's happening Uh of course that's a good thing In any You know In any shape Listen Can I Mention something about the splat Of course you can If you don't can. mind the Take fixtures? it right, The The only anomaly I can see From a Rangers fan Is that we have get An extra match At Easter Road And Celtic Have an extra one match Against Aberdeen Now The splat Frustrates Yes it does create You know A situation where A lot of games You know Matter you know, going to the end of the season it does create that there's no doubt about that drama uh, and I know Sky or any other media outlet that that was getting into business with the SPFL would always want a four old thumb games I've got a plan and what it would mean would be to extend the league by two teams so make it a 14 team league now, you would still have a split. You'd have a split after 26 games. And then the top six would split and play five home games, five away games, giving you 36 games. No anomaly. Right? And the bottom eight would do likewise, and they would play an extra four games because of the amount of teams in the bottom. that would give them 40 games, which would give teams in the bottom half two extra home games that I mean, we can he alleviate not getting into the top and it would still give you four old firm games. What do you think about that?
1: I mean, Gordon Dale, he yeah. checked out at like, your second bullet point, I think, but I'm pretty sure Mark followed mostly. Uh, uh, and I must say, and it's been a while since we talked league reconstruction. Yeah, that phrase usually sends a ago. shudder down my Brian,
2: spine. But. I had a, a gentle snigger when you said that there was a mismatch in the amount of games from the top half to the bottom half. Until you then pointed out That you know An extra two home games With a wee bit of revenue in there Makes up for not. It. Hold on It's I, not the worst
1: idea i am just worried, I've ever right? heard We can't introduce A discussion on league reconstruction At 10 to 7 Right because This is the type of shoot We could do months on this stuff And yeah. we have done in the past I, I, I get where Brian's I like coming it. from I like it The you, notion you, of you having Brian? Sure all the big wigs are listening to us Right now mm-hmm. Neil donkin's Brian's Panicked that his job's going to be taken Um we're seeing this today though, Because of the anomalies Of the split As we've mentioned mm. And Brian acknowledges Look at Saturday It was brilliant We have St Mirren's captain Mark O'Hara Has now entered the studio Try telling him And his teammates oh, This split Top six You know is it- brilliant in that way It does then Throw up its downsides I suppose what's quite Frustrating for people Mark Is if Everything is predicated On four Old firm games And that's what we're always told You know TV mm. deals And all the rest of it And league sizes If everything is about that why do we go out our way To make the last one a dead rubber Yeah Do you know what I mean If it's yeah. so important in that regard <laughs> Why then do we Twist ourselves into course, knots To try they, and uh, avoid it
2: being a league uh, They would make it They would make it The the big showcase game That everybody thinks That's what it's for it, It's not I mean it, As fairness it, it boils down to That last game before the split And more often than not There has been something Hanging on the last day Since we've had it um, very rarely is it just done and dusted So the the fixtures have to get picked pretty quickly no, You can't make everybody happy That mm. is the thing um, I would hate to be the guy who has to do that job And put it into the supercomputer You know, I always say that Well, no, that's the <laughs> thing though but <laughs> is that the lottery? Yeah, because they
1: obviously don't do that all the time Clearly, because yeah. there are elements of it That must be hand-picked or close to it As, as I mentioned earlier um, Brian, I've had some very interesting theories and takes on Celtic potentially winning it at Ibrox and, and all that stuff How much how much attention do you pay? Do you care?
4: Not really To be honest I can't understand why the The second game I thought the Old Firm game Would be the third game after the split And I can't They must have their reasons for doing it And I think that's why Probably Celtic fans are complaining They're, they're then going to be playing two Away games in a row Yeah I think Celtic. I did think that the first game after the uh, the first game for the split would have been Celtic would be away and Rangers would be home. I also uh, guessed logically that we would have Rangers, sorry, Celtic, Aberdeen, and Hearts as our three home games. Uh, I think that's happened before, you know, when they've been doing doing the split, uh, but. They've got their reasons You just need to go on with it. If Celtic don't beat Hearts And then they come to Ibrox uh, Maybe we'll beat them that day as well And they won't win the league that day either
1: well, Who knows Exactly. Who knows I mean, I must admit I've, I've heard some uh, There are some eye-opening theories for me on here On Twitter at Clyde SSB So Paul's just at a more general point Says the idea That there'll be riots If Celtic win the league at Ibrox We've had cup finals Semis We've won the league at Celtic Park Against each other in recent seasons with 7,500 away fans uh, And that you'll like this one you too Scott Lorimer says If Celtic slip up against Hearts I hope Rangers chuck our game Rather than them <laughs> winning the league <laughs> <laughs> That would be thinking. good this, uh, this runs deep this hey, I, st- I, remember,
2: I remember very clearly When Rangers went to Celtic Park And won the league that day And I remember the, the fallout from that And what like that game brought Crying all night Aye I was, uh, I, no joke Tough for you. <laughs> that was a tough one
1: uh, Right, anyway, thank you very much to Brian On oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. You can tweet as well If you want to get your thoughts Over to us on any of this evening's Talking points, whether it be fixtures Whether it be the boardroom change At ibrooks, we've not even got round to So much other stuff, it is a busy old night on the show And it's already time for this
0: Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish uk slash football
1: What a what a week we had last week. Four mil up. The the listeners went four mil up Monday to Thursday, and who would have thought Hugh even saved you to an extent? He, he saved the embarrassment. No, you I think he lost. Did he lose last night? Last night? Yeah, tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. What well, a tiebreakers these days! Almost, I've got to man? say,
3: I am. You're under serious I'm pressure. Terrible, but this is when I bounce You're back. Very this bad is one. when I'm at my best.
1: Anyway, 01419511025 Beat the pundit time if you want to take on Mark Wilson or Gordon Deal. Now is your time to step up to the plate. Calls need to be in before seven.
0: Tackle the headlines. 01419511025 Played one super scoreboard.
1: Mark Wilson, Gordon DL And now St Mirren captain Mark O'Hara With you until the end of the show So it's 01419511025 You can tweet us at Clyde SSB Lots of moaning and mumping About the fixture scheduling Understandably so, some of it So if you want to keep that coming uh, Please do I don't think you'll get Mark O'Hara Agreeing that the split is a bad thing though After the weekend St Mirren have just had But St Mirren fans or anyone else If you have any questions or any points for Mark Please do get them in on the phones or on Twitter If you want to change the subjects entirely From the first hour you can It smells magnificent doesn't yes, it That's stunning. the one thing I've noticed yeah. about the start Yes, yeah. You two must stink Because the, the, well, the he fragrance level Well was a man who In this studio has risen Used to
2: always have these uh, fragrances yeah, You've let is, that slide a bit He's
3: got a two year under his belt A few quid he's gone to one of those expensive <laughs> yeah. aftershave I'll tell shops you what, I'll tell you what he's come in with the reddish face I've ever seen in my life. I thought Mark Wilson's face was a until I seen those boys here. So I'm welcome. roasting This is
1: the this <laughs> is the that's the that's as polite a welcome as you get. How are you? No, I'm very well, thank you. Good. For Have you ever played Beat the Pundit? Yes, you're yeah, in. Yeah, I played along,
6: but I'll, I'll leave it to the. last Right. I'll to I thought we were going to say leave it to the experts. I there were not many of
1: them, right? Sit back and enjoy, and then we'll get your questions to Mark after this.
0: Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash
1: football Right, Beat the Pundit time Let's see who we've got, Stevens and Cambus Lang How are you, Steven? Hi, I'm not too bad, yourself, team? Yeah, all good, all good Have you ever played before? Yeah, I've not played in a while, no Oh, no, oh, what do you oh, mean in a while? No, but have you I ever just... been on the show before? I just play at home, I just play oh, at right, you play at home, right, okay <laughs> So why have you not been playing recently? Uh, just been too busy, with that he's yeah. not been home. This is good. Uh, this is good. Go, a go on, into it,
3: Stephen. Usually get three or four heads.
1: Men. It's Mark Wilson. Tails. It's Gordon DL We won't put Mark O'Hara through the ringer yet. It's tails.
3: Oh, you 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 three in a row I'm three down here. Three Mark, in a row. Watch us watch defeats Rogers. Watch, watch a guy just pounds back. This is what happens. You'd a bad result of the weekend. Watch a skipper here <laughs> How
1: oh, Is it two in our, Two defeats Or three in our, Is
3: it I, three ma, or I might three even four Wow <laughs> right. balls Flying okay. all over this office
1: I'm going to give Gordon Some greatest hits Radio To, to listen to <laughs> On that bombshell uh, And bring you in Stephen You've got 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't Know the answer Okay Yeah I was Gordon Right let's go Your time starts Now <sighs> Name any player Who scored in Celtic Scottish Cup game Against Hearts In March How many Scottish teams has Scott Wright played for? Three Who was the last Newcastle player to be capped for Scotland? Uh, Richie. Before St Mirren, name the last Scottish Premiership side that Mark O'Hara played for Livingston Which St Johnston player has played the most games this season in all competitions? Murray Who Who are the only bottom six Premiership side who've won their last three games? Dundee United Let's bring Gordon DL back They're tough by the way You're in bother No I'm no, no bother are, Mark they are tough aren't they Yeah There's yeah, yeah, one yeah. or two in part? particular that I thought yeah.
3: <laughs> Big Mark we Mark Big Mark what do you think yeah, You'll do alright What was your first answer Don't man? tell him right. You ready
1: 30 seconds Gordon DL And right. your time starts now Name any player who scored in Celtic Scottish Cup game against Hearts in March Um Kyogo How many Scottish teams has Scott Wright played for? Three Who was the last Newcastle player to be capped for Scotland? Uh, Fraser Before St Mirren Named the last Scottish Premiership side That Mark O'Hara Played for Motherwell Which St Johnston player Has played the most games This season for the club In all competitions
3: Uh, Witherspoon Who are the
1: only Bottom six Premiership side Who've won their last Three games The bottom six last three games Do not repeat it To Uh, buy yourself more time You just got it in in time Stephen What do you think I think he's got with Lana. Ah, you're right, Stephen. You're oh, home. No, I hope not.
3: <laughs> no wonder you have not been home for a while.
1: A good uh, calculated guess, even if you didn't know what <laughs> Kyogo generally scores. So that was right. Both of you went for him. Do you remember the others? Just out of curiosity. Um, Taylor. Um, no, right. You, you nah. With Cameron Carter, Vickers, and Aaron Moy. Does it doesn't matter. 1 1. Um, how many Scottish teams has Scott Wright played for? Aberdeen, Dundee, and Lone and Rangers. That's three. You've both got it. Calm down. You Oof. both got it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's done. Who was the last Newcastle player to be capped for Scotland? Stephen said Come on, Stephen. Martin Ritchie. You went, Ryan. It was Ryan Fraser. Ryan Fraser.
3: Me, oh, Ryan doing the at. wing.
1: Played the game in Turkey that yeah. friendly, remember, in November? Yeah. In uh, Turkey. Before St. Mirren named the last Scottish Premiership side Mark O'Hara played for. That was obviously, I guess, Stephen. Gordon DL he knew it. he's a big motherable for fan me. as he always tells us I even
3: know his date 12th of December he's 27 <laughs> bar head there you go is that correct thank you it's I know everything
1: just... <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> what that, that. It obviously just <laughs> <up>. that's <laughs> weird I've not looked up the thing big fan 4-2 to Gordon DL none of you knew that Stevie May has played the most for St Johnson oh, oh, that, was never very got that very never tough very tough and you both got fair play to st- I thought Stephen was decent he knew that Dundee United have won their last three so he put three on the board that's but it brilliant. wasn't enough. A five. It? Yeah, you were good there. Uh,
3: that's what I'm saying to you. Learn. Watch how it's done. <laughs> that was good. Skipper. That's why I'll, I I it trophies. You might do that one day. To this guy, <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs> Absolutely shameful. This <laughs> big guy is impressive. He wants a selfie. Thank you very much,
1: Stephen Hardlines. <laughs> Unlucky uh, Stephen.
3: Uh, uh, I know. done Gordon for socks up. Phone back Thursday. Yeah, honestly. I'll you give another that. Whipping. You needed that. Big You've day. been hopeless recently but I'll tell you about 5-3 Mark was impressed with me thought you said they were hard Mix them up a little bit I wee, just thought but... they were quite tough
1: But anyway Beat the pundit back tomorrow Good It's one all for Thank the week you. So we'll see how it pans out Right oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Mark O'Hara My apologies for My colleague is <laughs> very rude <laughs> um, <laughs> How are you? How, how was the weekend? Yeah um, The weekend was It was disappointing actually um,
6: I think it would have been nice To to seal it with a win and um, I'm still probably getting over it I think the man i lost Wasn't great But um to achieve top six is, is massive, and I think when, when it eventually weighs off at this point in this performance, it'll be, um, it'll be what we deserve now and enjoy it.
1: I was going to say, because I, when I asked the question, I kind of almost forgot that you lost, because I think you know, you're know you here to talk about reaching the top six, that yeah. sort of stuff. Was it, was it bittersweet at all at the weekend then, or, or have you managed to focus mostly on the positives? Because it's still been a very successful it, season. It was, it, it, it? Was
6: a, it was a strange situation, I think, after the game, because... Um, We've been good at home this season, and that was that was probably one of our worst performances. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're dealing with that. And obviously, you had people celebrating, so we're in the top six, and it was relief more than. Yeah. I think when that whistle went, there was uh with ten minutes to go, there were rumours that it was three one to Livingston. And, oh dear! And uh, I was looking about, <laughs> but the, the fans were staying, so I was like, something must uh, something must be must be wrong with that. So. Um, and did, what way. do you mean? Who, who, you, well, who actually, gives you a rumour? It was the boy Ryan Strain um, Somebody's told him apparently That it was 3-1 to Livingston He's like, really two goals in his last five minutes here and, um, He's He starts launching the ball But uh, no I, mean, I think a few minutes to go The fans were jumping up and down again I think that's when Dundee United's second went in And uh, that took the pressure <laughs> off <a bit.
1: laughs> So it Some wind-up merchant in the crowd He's got, she's got a bit bored Wanted to spark a reaction from St Mirren He's just leaned over Yeah, pick by up, the
3: picked somebody to spread that rumour Was there... Um,
1: was it just one of those days Was there any reason for it I mean it's easy for people To look in the outside And go you know Maybe it was the The fact that You know you only You only needed a point And everyone was saying That Kilmarnock have been so bad Away from home St Mirren were going to win did, 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 did any of the occasion Come into it do you think I, I don't know Kilmarnock were very good um, I think We were under no illusion that It was
6: going to be a tough game and, and they were well on it And, and we weren't I think that, There was no There was no hiding from that They were the better team And they deserved the win And um it wasn't the, the script that we imagined, mm. but um yeah. It luckily we've got over the line. So no wild celebrations on
1: Saturday night or mm. none that you're willing to
6: disclose? <laughs> no, there wasn't. Um I think the manager drilled it in for us this week that we've not achieved anything yet. We've got um we've got a big opportunity ahead of us and try and
1: get European football. Interesting. That's not how I expected that weekend no. to go down to no. Paisley Way. It celebrating it? mm. It's such a big feat, you know. It's week
2: running. Exactly. Off for a fortnight nearly. <laughs> He's only on training every day. He's no, we're in working hard this week. Uh, oh, that's yeah. Ridiculous!
1: Yeah. Football has changed even <laughs> since I retired. You're not having that, at all, are you? No, that's not no, your I, style. I,
3: I'd, I'd be somewhere in Spain by now.
1: You're getting offers. To be fair, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we we tweeted earlier that you were coming on and asked for questions, and I was expect, I was kind of hoping for like in depth. Stuff about your career and Fraser just says, ask him if he's coming to the bank house for a party and a few pints after the last game of the season. I've no idea where that is, but I'm, I'm sure it's hmm. a, Do You know where it is, i Watering it's a, hole. The Paisley City Centre. <laughs> oh, oh, he like knows it. where it is. Uh, what else have we got? Ask him how he feels to be the most handsome captain in the cinch. Apparently, according to Rosie. I don't oh, know if got a decent shout card out that. Yeah. <laughs> who, who would be the other contenders? And. Or... Uh,
3: oh. Hold on a minute You're asking him mm. Who would be the other contender? a is, Mark captain? is a modern
1: man Aye, He I, could answer I, that question You Seriously couldn't. You're a dinosaur But he could
2: answer that question You'll need to come back to me Let me think of the captains
3: Soon my day then I was a captain I must have been <laughs> right up there uh,
1: No don't, don't be so ridiculous <laughs> with the, cut,
5: a Feather cut with and, the uh, feather cut no, He still had the big oh. nose though, Oh it didn't
3: matter <laughs> Big nose Big hanky Never say that again <laughs> On this show please <laughs> ever. Ever.
1: Ever. <laughs> uh, anyway, there are some questions on here. Cami, for instance, what's your favourite thing about the current a favourite aspect about the current squad? A tough question that is. Uh we're all quite
6: close knit. I think um from where I've been previously it's it's this is the most close close knit that I've witnessed. Um I think that's no surprise. That's what comes of success is is mm-hmm. uh, a good strong team and everyone together singing from the same
3: mm-hmm. hymn sheet So um yeah, because it's everybody from Motherwell so I'm glad you said it I've, <laughs> been, I've been desperate to bring it up everyone I mean,
1: honestly we're uh, uh, everyone, from the ML1 yeah. honestly no, no. Um, everyone's not so, yeah. so it feels like everyone's kind of pulling in the same way. yeah direction. everyone's
6: pulling the same way um, yeah it's, it's, it's a good setup we have at Ralston everyone spends about of time there um, for the mm-hmm. days and we get in early in the mornings we leave later on in the afternoons and um, yeah, we enjoy it
1: Does that stuff make a difference Because you know, on the outside You sometimes hear that uh, but, so, Do you genuinely feel like That's been part of the success Oh definitely
6: I think If
1: you've got somebody That's, going to, that's
6: playing next you it's going to run the extra yards for you It makes a difference And um, mm. as I say That's been working for us A
1: few characters in there as well A very uh, lo- listeners of the show will Remember Without Giving out my medical history I once got my appendix out And we had to do the show From my house in my living room mm. And then Charles Dunn Appeared in my living room And just sort of <laughs> Took his shoes off And did the show With these two idiots He was in his pyjamas As you would expect <laughs> And um, I just thought Fair enough I don't think there was many Top flight footballers Would be willing to do that You must have yeah. a, bit a, a bit of a spread Of characters in there No there is There's some There's some really big characters I think
6: Danny obviously Had the, the court case That was well documented at That's the start right of season Yes and, So yeah, what was that um, He turned up
1: at he went to an Aberdeen game He went game. to an Aberdeen game With Anthony Stewart in the back That's right had the,
6: the top on And I think he got five When you were called
1: captain What was your role in the court case?
6: <laughs> I was actually in uh, Edinburgh For a scan that day and my ankles. I'd missed it <laughs> And i just seen the photos on Twitter And I was like What is going on here? You turned up with the
1: suit on And that didn't yeah, you? Yeah I was brilliant. The suit oh, in was great. And he had
6: his attorney with him so. yeah, I like that
1: I like that yeah. uh, Cammy's second part of the question was Who's the toughest player You've played against? I don't know if you mean Just go generally then And then maybe this season If the answer's different uh,
6: generally, always it was always tough playing against Scott Brown. I think you're playing against Scott Brown. Even when I was a younger, playing against him, it was uh, there was there was nothing left to imagine. he was always smashing into you, <laughs> wee words in the air, and um, try to I think get over the better better mm-hmm. of you mentally as well as physically. And um, but no, this season there, there's obviously some very good players in the league, and I think Celtic have got a strong midfield. Rangers have added good options to midfield field, mm-hmm. and uh, both of them. Are yeah, very Celtic's
1: midfield strength gets a lot of praise this season. Yeah. With any of them. Would any of the current crop threaten your answer to be Scott Brown? Um I think in different a different kind it's of way. Always. Obviously
6: you've got Hitati's he's technically he's unbelievable. Calm McGregor's he's, he's done amazing. He's ten eight out of ten every game and and then Rangers this year have added Cantwell, who looks a really good option mm-hmm. in midfield. So yeah, another very good
1: players. Mm, fair enough. Right. Do you can keep them coming in? There's loads more there on Twitter at Clyde SSB. You can take some calls. Uh, as well. And by the way, it doesn't have to be wall to wall St. Mirren. We're here until 8 o'clock. If you Rangers, Celtic, Millerwell, Hearts, Hibs, whoever else fans out there that want to get your thoughts in, you absolutely can do that as well. So please do 01419511025. I think we were about to bring in Jason, who's a St. Mirren fan. So I'll just wait a second and see if we can get him uh, lined up there. Uh, Logan Livingston quite simply says, Will we get Europe? You must be at least excited at the prospect. How confident are you feeling? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we're, we're excited for it. We've got a few
6: big games coming out. This Hibs and Hearts. The first two games are, are absolute massive. and um, I think we're, we're under no illusion it's going to be tough, but we've got to set our targets high and hope that we can achieve
1: that. I see. He's just stumbled yeah. into it. There's the theme of the show. You're now no longer a guest. You're a pundit. What do you make of the fixture list? Are you happy enough with it? Are there any gripes from St Mirren that I've not noticed? There has
6: been Obviously, I think we were due to play Aberdeen at home. Um, we've played them away twice this season, and we're going up there on Wednesday there night. And, um, I think we've not got a game on Sky. Or <coughs> our teams at games on Sky, so um, that is disappointing. That we only got to Aberdeen again Wednesday See? night. It's a tough game. Yep, so.
1: There we are. We said that Mark. Yeah, everybody's going, to and that doesn't make it okay. But it was just it, it, there's a tendency to view it all through the lens of the, of the title race. That could be absolutely massive. We're talking this year. Third place gets you six million quid yeah. if you, you get the automatic group stage football. St Mirren are going to have to Suck it up I did notice that one I forgot They're the only team In the top 6 I think that doesn't have A, a live televised yeah. game So again
2: For St Mirren And financially That is much bigger A deal To St Mirren Than it is To, to Celtic Going away to Tynecastle And away to Ibrox in the first two games Because That is unfair You've got to say It's unfair Um but it's up to you but guys It's unavoidable to, It's guess, unavoidable yeah. But it's unfair In a certain way St Mirren will feel Hard done by But I guess it Maybe creates a siege mentality Going up there and thinking You know what Let's roll up our sleeves And let's show It doesn't affect us In a negative way, way. That the way it's going to have
6: yeah, to be Yeah it's, it's got to be that way. There's no other way about
1: it So we're mm. going to put it right Yeah, yeah and it, well, I guess the Celtic fans Will be on board Because they're the ones Who phoned earlier and said Why not just Celtic St Mirren On TV First game after the split We can win the title In front of our own fans Mark would have other ideas of course Yeah, And uh, St Mirren would get their game on the telly Anyway Well, There's a lot of permutations <laughs> that we've not got to yet Jason is a St Mirren fan On the line How are you Jason?
7: Uh, I'm not too bad Gordon How's yourselves? Also, yeah.
1: Gordon and Mark How are you doing? No, You're, not to talk. You're not here to talk to them You don't even need to pretend Jason yeah. I don't even like talking to them What's your point for, for Mark tonight?
7: Yeah it was just um, Well first of all To congratulate you. you might remember me uh, Gone down on A couple of weeks ago and I was managing Huyk, um, just Before the start oh, that's right How did that go that night? Uh, we won the derby 2-0 So Some man Took a bit of inspiration uh, inspiration From St Burnham, uh, That weekend before thankfully. For
1: anyone who missed that call Jason So you're the assistant Manager of a team coach, yeah. Assistant coach And he phoned up At like 15 minutes To kick off He's standing on the touchline This big local derby By hmm. just making his point to us 15 minutes before The game yeah. kicked off But
3: are we not on that night?
1: For you sure to remember me? that. Anyway, Jason, take Jason it Jason Fleck? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, right. some... I, I introduced him as that, though, <laughs> no, at the start. So. <laughs> but he just called him Scott, and <laughs> you missed it. He says, he
3: How
2: shambles. you doing, Scott? Right, anyway, so... Jason,
1: don't let these distract you. What's your point tonight?
2: Yeah, well, my point was
7: just to, to put to Mark, obviously, it's, it's been a great feat uh, for some of this season, obviously, when a lot of people kicked us for relegation. But I was just wondering was there a certain point in the season or. You know a certain game Where someone knew They were going to get the top 6 Or was it as simple as It was on Saturday When it was confirmed at the time And that was kind of a relief Was there, was there such a turning point For yourselves in the dressing room That you knew this is achievable And you're going to get there Or was it just We take it to you by game basically? I've got a
1: word of warning for you This is different right This is not your normal Press conference stuff And it's done You don't need to give us Your one <laughs> game at a time Nonsense You can tell us the truth And we're no, all
6: friends I think within house We'd set that target At the start of the season Um I think, as you say, a lot of people did tippers for relegation. I think that's got to be your. There's a few in it's here, by the way. <laughs> I've got the list. I've yeah. got the list ready yeah. to re- reveal. The managers that uh, he's fueled that from from the offset. We have meetings every week, and he makes sure that we're well on it. And I think mm. people start taking us seriously when we beat Celtic, and nobody else has achieved that this year. And, but yeah, as I say, quietly, we we're confident that we could, we we have got the squad capable of achieving top
1: six. Because this is the thing, like, I, I I'll cut them a little bit of slack because I asked them to make predictions. When I mean like Transfer windows Not even close to closing I think we probably made them Just a- around the group stages Of the League Cup yeah. And I'm sure you would concede That it wasn't going Particularly yeah, it wasn't like to plan start, So where there doubts then From you at that point It's great I'd do the same if I was you It's great now to say Ah see you all You all wrote us off But it, it probably did come Because of that difficult start Didn't it? No definitely would I think we lost our first Two league games as well Um
6: But as I say looking round we had international players throughout the squad and it was always going to turn at one point Mm -hmm. and I think the manager was a kind of rebuilding phase and it was always going to take a bit of time and when it did click it it was good and we all understood what we are doing I think we spent a lot of time pre-season working on the shape and we'd, we'd actually tweaked it from the from the League Cup it was going to be a different shape in the league and maybe that was why oh, really so you yeah. think that actually the it best it, laid plans it, I, and all don't, that? I don't think it the manager said it didn't suit um it doesn't suit the personnel we had we were playing 433 and obviously we've switched to 352 for the league and which are really suited you as well that's, hasn't that's really suited Interesting. us so um so yeah
1: got to adapt to like yeah. that because i guess mark there's a tendency yep. some managers would say well this is my style, and this is the way we're going to play, and of course. We'll, we'll just make it work.
2: But the best managers, I think, realise what Mark just said there. The personnel has to suit as well. And when your hands are tied, you know, financially as well, you can't just go out and buy players to fit your style. Then you have to adapt. That's why he's such a good manager. He's been successful. In what, the past. I've taken,
3: what I've taken for that <laughs> is he's obviously looked at that league cup section. It's been very, very poor. Come under a lot of criticism. Could easily Some managers easily think No I'm sticking with the formation This is the way I'm going to play But he's looked at that and thought No I'm going to play the way my players are happy And how it fits into well, the jigsaw so. And, you've and, and you've,
1: hmm.
3: the proof is there It's worked for him. Jason
1: what did it mean to you to get that over the line Yes Mark said not in, in classic fashion at the weekend But there's always been a lot made recently In recent seasons about trying to Get into the top half of the split for the first time the late disappointments at Hamilton not so long ago All that stuff What did it mean to you and the club do you think to get it get it done?
7: I think for me personally it was absolutely massive I mean I heard Mark say at the start of his, his interview Saturday wasn't great But for me that was one game It wasn't just on Saturday we got top six It was the whole season It was the performance over the season um, that we've done And I think sitting around both on and off the field this season have been nothing short of, of astounding from you know the position many of us put us in. I think, and I said it a couple of weeks ago when I phoned in, I think it was just great, personally as a fan of a smaller club outside the big two in Scotland, with such an exciting race going on at the moment for, well, at the time, for third spot, I think Aberdeen are kind of running away with that now, but certainly for St Northern to get European football back and potentially Mark to be leading team out at Paisley, and a European game next season is is absolutely massive For the club like of months, And it's something that doesn't come round All that often I, I hope it does But The times it comes round You've just got to enjoy And just savour it in every moment of it
1: Is that the bit that makes it Even more exciting this year Mark? Because yeah, You make the top six That means you get more prize money And You get another crack at the big teams And therefore you make more financially But it's not like you're just in there And you think Oh well we're just in sixth, and we just take that because you get the potentially the five European places. You know, there's so much still to, to aim for. Yeah, I think, I think as Jason
6: said, there we were up until I think Aberdeen one the weekend. We were still targeting for the third. third. Um, there is still a lot to play for, and I think we, us and Hibs, are on the same points. Hearts are four above us, and we play them the second game of the split. there's there's a lot for us to achieve And to, as he says To get mm-hmm. European football With this Smythson next year would be, would be special
1: Thank you very much Jason 01419511025 Good time to call Whether it is a point for Mark Or something entirely different You are still more than welcome Won't put him on the spot too much If you've got complaints About something else But we're still here for you So get your calls in right now please
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. at 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. It doesn't change much. You can still phone in and argue whatever you want about Celtic Rangers, Aberdeen Hearts, or any of the above. Uh, and if you St Mirren fans have got something specific for Mark O'Hara, then please do get in touch. We just wanted to pay a bit of attention given that top six achievement. At the weekend And he's settling in nicely He's getting used to Gordon DL's weird Wonderful ways <laughs> And I think we're getting on fine So uh, please do Please do get uh, In touch If you can There's some good tweets And I must admit There's a few asking Who the best player You've played against This season So you said Scott Brown Was the best generally If you had to pick one This season Who are you going for? This season Um I think Kyogo He's definitely up there Isn't he he's, That's not a bad um, choice right? I can, We can understand What is it I mean everybody always says it right? But it's easy I, for us When you watch What's it like I on think the especially When we're analysing him he's, he's always a
6: threat He doesn't need to be Involved a lot But I think you need To be wary of him And he can strike at any time And
1: I think his movement's so sharp And he's deadly mm. isn't he Yeah I mean Paz says How have you found A step up from Motherwell So if we could just Block Paz That would be nice He's not getting on again uh, We've got a few Asking about your favourite goal Somebody's gone was it Ibrooks or was it one against Saint Johnston? Yeah. Callum Kerr, was it the volley against St Johnston or the first goal against Rangers?
6: I think the, the first goal against Rangers. Um yeah. It was it was obviously this point we didn't get anything from, from that game, but um to score right on half time front of the fans, it, it was a special feeling, yeah. It was
2: You'd have been proud of that one Ah you? it was phenomenal I And especially see it. when you're You've got a new deal in the in the meeting Then you You hit one like the hat, then no, that oh, it was after no, Oh was it after <laughs> That was to celebrate him Oh what a goal it was Imagine, imagine saying
3: him you'd be proud of He didn't have that in his locker You should have He would have it. You should have said to me As a as a it, um, prolific gold 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 goal scorer
1: That's far too far out for you You're I, a tapping no. I've
3: got to say it was uh, it was a terrific goal. A terrific Who was
1: who which of your teammates was it again that like jumped on the advertising boards Rhinestone. to celebrate? Right And then What did he yeah. f- He fell
2: Yeah fall off, off. Surely you had to go him After the game After I, the disappointment You know subsided.
6: Nobody, nobody realised And I think somebody put a, a, a the Video link on the chat after Nobody realised
1: And that's the first thing I noticed <laughs> I, I've, Who's the guy on the, the, guy on on me, the man, advertising <laughs> board <laughs> When he's just scored <laughs> a worldie uh, Unreal I like that yeah. ah. Just getting involved ah. <laughs> taking the <not a> credit <laughs> Good. Anyway, 01419511025. We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. Tom's and Paisley. How's it going, Tom?
8: No, that's for yourself. Good evening. Good evening, Mark, and the panel.
1: Thank you very much, good Tom. Bad. I take it you're on to give a bit of praise to your captain of recent times. How pleased have you been the way the season's panned out?
4: I've been a fantastic season to Mark and all the guys At Munn Football Club. It's been a credit being there and it's been a credit to support the guys as well.
1: Did you always think it was going to happen this season, Tom? We were speaking earlier, you know, about early season predictions and expectations and that sort of stuff.
4: Well, after the conversation on Friday, Gordon, after the first four games, I thought it was a it didn't look too good for us, but as I say, we've steadied the ship and I think we'll get better and we will get a lot of good signings for the captain there, at the, so captain at the back here in midfield, he's been, he's, been a, he's been a fantastic signing for us and
1: May it continue Yeah I hope Joe is not listening Because I just keep calling you St Mirren captain And yeah, Joe, I forgot that he's the club, the club captain, captain. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean out of Potato, out potato out It's alright isn't Aye. it it well, will let us off won't he <laughs> Joe's is a the band, yeah. He won't be offended <laughs> No Joe won't be offended he's a, he's a model pro and he's, uh, <laughs> That's yeah, fine He's helped me out How, how important has the manager been to, to what you've done Because Gordon always tells us He's a, he's a big Motherwell fan um, and we, we had a joke earlier about you know a lot of the, the players having previously been at the club, but he, he clearly very effective Scottish Premiership manager. When you look now across two clubs, if you're talking about consecutive cup finals at Motherwell, finishing high up the league, and then within that actually changing style quite significantly from a you know a sort of direct physical team to one inspired by David Turnbull etc., played a bit more, and, and now to then go and do that at St Mirren as well. What is it about this league you think that he's he's got down?
6: Uh, yeah, he's a, obviously... I, I love working with the manager. I think he's, um, he's attention to detail. Along with, obviously, with his staff, they've got Dermid, Jamie Langfield, Alan McManus all there. And, um, the detail we get before the game is, is second to none. It's, um, we know everything about the players we're playing against. Everyone knows their exact roles and how we're pressing, what we're doing with the ball. and um, Yeah, we spend a lot of extra time on the pitch just drilling what we're going to be doing at the weekend, and I think that's why we're so successful come a Saturday.
1: And... I'm going to throw another of our pundits under the bus here. I think it must have been Andy Halliday who says it, who said it. So can you confirm? Is there a manager in the Premiership who speaks more on the sidelines than your own manager? Is he <laughs> I, up there? I think uh, it's Monday to Friday. You see a different side to the manager and then on a Saturday.
6: Um, I think it'd be the first time that um, he's completely different. But I think you need that at the times. You need the fire on the side of the pitch to to motivate you. And I think obviously on Saturday it didn't it didn't
1: help. But um, Times this season, I think the fires has definitely led on the mm-hmm. pitch and got through. Uh, yeah, I just remember ask I can't remember how it came up, but who the loudest manager was, and I'm sure that was just Randy under the bus. It wasn't me that came up mm-hmm. with it. I'm in here with you on a Saturday. i do not got a clue what goes on. Thanks very much to Tom uh, for sharing his happiness at the way it's going for St Mirren this season. How does that um, separation work then? You, you we joked there about Joe say the club captain, you're the, you're the captain on the pitch at the moment. How does the separation of responsibilities fall? It, well, well Joe's actually Obviously been playing The last few games yeah. as well Joe's
6: came back in And um, Joe's a leader Joe having off the pitch My responsibilities this year Have just been Having the captain's armband And he's not been playing That's all I've had to do is, As stated before I think The team's full of Experience And big characters mm-hmm. And um, It's all cliche Isn't it, 11 captains But there's, there's There's not much to do is Except a, try and lead by example Is that
1: a nice Sort of Pat on the back for you though, Then to get that nod Because I was, I was thinking That you could look through That team and If fine if Joe wasn't playing th- there would be a few sort of contenders what did that do for your confidence that you get the nod to take the armband
6: yeah no definitely it was um, It was. I think the first game I got it was in one of the Betfred Cup games against Adrian. um I, I was a bit surprised obviously I was just in the door as players that had been there but um, the managers
1: obviously worked with me before mm-hmm. and
6: I'm not the loudest person But I like to think That I lead by example In other ways And, and I'm thankful That he's trusting
1: Because I, I don't mind Telling people sometimes What goes on in the breaks It sort of sums up How Mark and Gordon operate That the first thing They asked you was Are you going to negotiate A good bonus If you get into <laughs> Europe <laughs> That's what these guys Think about do you know what I mean Is well that going to you be your job Then in the next few weeks You're going to have to Start chapping some doors Yeah uh, I think um
6: Along with the players Obviously Joe Me and Joe get together And we'll, we'll, we'll see He's, He's going to be like Joe remember You're the club captain Joe <laughs> uh, Joe can do that Get eh? up there Bet you loved that stuff
1: Brilliant oh, Honestly I did I, I mean, bet that... you
2: you were The type of guy though That went in as a captain And cut your own deal And came out And said to the boys <laughs> By the way I've got us a great yeah, deal And you've took A, a good few quid
3: And <laughs> look at uh, me do, smiling do, do you know what I hate about you? You know me so well <laughs> Exactly
0: <laughs> I knew you'd do that See,
3: see if Jimmy went like that Listen There's only mo- so much in the pot Mean you'll take the big bit of the cake And give them a wee bit Everybody's <laughs> See, up off <laughs> Can you believe he used to be a manager as well Mark You can't That's believe it
1: Terrible 01419511025 Let's bring in uh, Stevie Who's going to move it away from St Mirren for a bit Which is absolutely fine um, Mark's been in the spotlight for quite some time I can sense he's, he's, he's sweating under the pressure of the heat in here as well Why is it so unbearably warm in here Have you noticed I'm that? I'm alright, I've got a big hoodie on uh, I'm all right. <laughs> What colour would we call that? Is that your camel it's hoodie? Camel hoodie. Uh, he's, he's getting his money's
8: worth out of that. Mm. You've got that Just one away, a few wait. times. Stevie <laughs> is on the line. Stevie, what's your point tonight? First so, of well, congratulations to Mark Haran and St. Mirren for making top six. Thanks Excellent. So much. Thank you uh, My point is the fixture list is basically a slap in the face to most Celtic fans. There'll be maybe a 1,200 tickets for Town Castle Obviously, nothing the following week because of the ongoing situation. So, what I would do if I was in charge of Celtic is I'd open up the, open up the lounges. Charge 10 or 15 quid Throw in a, a, a voucher for a drink At the bar A pie A programme Whatever And have some guy on Before After The game Be a bit of entertainment You know Make some money And if it doesn't happen In, in Tyne Castle Then do it the following week
1: I, I, I get I, We've had Suggestions <laughs> for League Reconstruction mm. We've now got Sort of corporate hospitality Suggestions Events manager Stevie, Stevie. Mm. Celtic <laughs> uh, Peter Lowell if you're listening Give Stevie a phone just get it, a, get a jumble screen figured, He's got it all figured jumble
2: out Jumble screen on the halfway line Remember they used to do that For away European games A beam back A beam back I yeah. heard that phrase
1: in a while you um, got to get that On the is, Mark this does go back to, to What we are sort of discussing At the start of the show Where I get where Stevie's frustration comes from And I'd probably You know I'd, I'd probably feel that way as well If that was the team But To say You know It's a slap in the face To the Celtic fans When we've got Mark O'Hara in here saying yeah. well yeah. St Mirren are now going to need to go to Petaudry that's what he said yep. wasn't no, it for, for a third time St Mirren are the only team in the top 6 not to get a game in Sky there are no bottom 6 games selected for TV at the moment That it's, it's it's so multi-layered this and again I'm not saying that it, it, this is ok it's not, it's not perfect but you've got the clubs in the SPFL have all signed themselves up they've hitched themselves to this notion that you can only broadcast 4 times per ground Right? On yep. on TV. You've got then I, I guess sometimes we'll never really know how much impact, particularly if we're talking about that fixture. What what police want to do, you've got the SPFL who sort of have their dates for various things in mind. So there's so many layers to it that whilst it has caused a scenario where Celtic fans are annoyed that more of them won't get to see the title being won, it's it's next to impossible to to accurately label it As this like Deliberate slap in the face To the Celtic No fans.
2: it's never deliberate um, But they can feel Hard done by But you look at all Sets of fans In this league At the minute They probably feel Hard done by as well Well, Look at Hearts Right away Hearts are going Trying to establish Third place They've got Celtic Coming right away Would they prefer that Another fixture Maybe You look at Aberdeen We chatted about Aberdeen Who are going for third place And they're having to visit Celtic Park And then We've got Mark here stand next to us Who is So much at stake For a club like St Mirren. Financially And Compared to where they finish in the league That is A much bigger deal mm-hmm. But that's not taking anything Away from Steve and the Celtic fans Want to see their team win the league Of course they are But I'm afraid that the may just have to wait Or They may just have to celebrate it Like Stevie suggests Watching it in some you know Joint location mm. And then celebrating By themselves When it happens
1: Would you take a Mark Wilson Q&A on the day Stevie Or is that <laughs> Is that scraping the barrel Of a Send my fee Stevie
2: I, I, I like Mark Wilson But I but, don't.
1: knew there was a buck
2: coming it's
1: Five grand Stevie I'm yours If <laughs> Henrik Larson, <laughs> <if Henry> Larson <laughs> Lubomir Avchik Chris Sutton Hoopy the Huddle Hound The Old Groundsman The Tea Lady Etc Can't uh, do it uh, you're Cross ass
2: Trevor Sinkler
1: uh, You know All oh, the
2: guys You get played knocked in back there. For that charity <laughs> game He's so bitter
3: Old Ones oh, they,
1: uh, up in, if they can't make it I'll, yeah. I'll jump in I think like everything though When you've got Discussions like we said Between between clubs Between league governing body Broadcasters Police We as mere mortals We're never going to get The full story Which is annoying yeah. But yeah, I can understand why But it would be nice to know For instance Is there a scenario Where TV companies Went to a, a, a team and said, "Well, we've already been to you four times. Can we come back a fifth? Maybe a club knocked that back." You know, there's there's all these things that we'll never we'll never fully know. So yeah. for for all the and I, I did it myself when I saw the fixture list. When you say that's a disgrace, why is, is that game not on TV? Maybe the question was asked. Maybe maybe the club who was at home on that occasion said, Nah you've been four times."
2: You would like to think so.
1: You you would because there are
2: some huge games and uh, and not only the top six but the bottom six. You know you, You've got the final game Of the season You've got Comar V Ross County How crucial could that be I mean be? that's but got that, to
1: be A big frustration Hasn't it a, a
2: huge frustration And then you look at The middle game v. Aberdeen. I mean come on That's that's the the race for third It's a huge game So you would like to think it, it was the case But we're not in the room So we don't know What discussions Are actually taking place By the way It took its time as
1: well I wonder when, yeah. What was the, the sticking Everybody knew uh, the, the top six didn't even change You know Livy didn't force their way in Harsibs and, and St Mirren Stayed there so I wonder what was this big dramatic sticking point that they've that took an extra day to come up with the fixture list that people are still yeah. not happy well, about. They
2: must have known they had the problem, a real problem when they looked at all the fixtures, what they've got left to play, home and aways, TV games. Are
3: we, are we dismissing Stevie's opinion about or, or his plan? Is that is that possible? I, I mean,
1: you, I, I don't know. Why you
3: want to cut Stevie's event business? No, here. no, no, no. But. I, I, well, I'll get back to you Mike says Tell Stevie
1: there is a bean back At the Kerrydale suite 15 quid a ticket There they are H go. is on Celtic oh, have already organised Stevie's been beat Stevie's idea <laughs> Stevie stole it Half of somebody else Stevie he? 15 quid Apparently You happy uh, with that you will get that done to a tenner.
8: Well I, I think To see that the point About the slap in the face has maybe a bit strong What I'm trying to say is It's really disappointing That 60,000 Celtic fans Per season ticket and don't get a chance to see a team men in the league after a long half season.
1: But, this is where I think we're, you might. You actually might. The reason that nobody's mentioning it is because it's just presumed that, that Celtic will beat Hearts, and it's then, if not then, assumed that they'll beat Rangers. And I get that. I don't think there's... Would you find anybody who thinks Celtic are going to come away with zero points from two games? No. I don't think so. But factually, officially... You know That's why There's a le- Yeah I said it earlier There's a level of Kind of cherry picking Goes on But Not completely
2: No I know But how, how could you how, how how could you You know Completely cherry pick And favour One set of fans Over the rest But again I'm not taking anything away From how the Celtic fans feel Of course it will be Of course winning the championship Is, is the greatest achievement In the league But there are other things Up for grabs Celtic are going to win the league Will win the league But I'll go back to mm. Mark Stan. Next is Where they finish Could determine Their future yeah. For many years to come
1: Thank you Stevie Good time to call 01419511025 We'll try and get you on next
0: Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: In the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here as always And Mark O'Hara uh, has joined us The St Mirren captain Sorry Joe Shrugnessy, um He's joined us this evening to look back on St Mirren clinching the top six And I was going to say a successful season But he's very quick to remind us that it's not over yet And still plenty to... Achieve The guys were asking you there um, Mark How many goals you've scored Against Celtic this? So you've got five Against Celtic and Rangers This season From not a particularly Attacking area Of the pitch Must be delighted With the way that The the big games have Gone to a point Personally I know you'd have always Rather pick up more points Yeah definitely I think it's
6: uh, We've been unlucky in games I think Obviously the Celtic Most recent Celtic game We got a man sent off Right before half time We were winning Rangers We were two each With ten minutes to go And even Celtic, the Scottish Cup, it was um, it was one 0 we got a man sent off, one or two nil maybe we got a man sent mm-hmm. off for right in it, and yeah, we've definitely gave them a goal and we've played them from this season.
1: Is there? There's been a lot of um, you know, sort of arguments made in the last few weeks about the gap and how tough it is. I wonder if you, as in and have really felt that because I know you've done brilliantly. You're the only team that's beaten Celtic, but as you mentioned, there are other games where you're really, really in it, and then all of a sudden, in the blink of an eye. They win by three or four goals And I, I think the Celtic games in particular I remember thinking that at the time And then the Rangers one was was really similar a couple think, of weeks ago Yeah, I think when you look at the
6: strength of the squads, isn't it? And that's maybe where the five-sub rule hasn't benefited teams like ourselves Whereas Celtic and Rangers are bringing on, I don't know, million-pound mm-hmm. players And, and they're freshening are up They're not making weakening their team by making subs And um, it makes it so much harder for ourselves Whereas when we played Rangers last time, we were missing a few players the squad was quite thin And they're bringing on uh, Two each They're bringing on Three, four players That they've spent Great money on And they'd, they'd be worth more, worth more than our full squad So um, yeah, It is
1: tough I mean that said though Beating Celtic And Drawing with Rangers And all that sort of stuff Is not bad going at all um, Will that And I know there's still A lot to achieve So it could be Europe And all the rest of it But And by the way Celtic might Not keep up this record But will there be a a real sense of of achievement if you could if you are the only team that ends up beating the the champions come the end of the season.
6: Yeah, definitely. I think it's um, it shows our qualities and, and I think when Celtic played us, they've always had a tough game this season. Um, I think that's something the managers the managers fed into is that there's no point in sitting back here. We're going to have a go, and it's obviously it's been successful once, and hopefully it can be mm. successful again.
1: There's always what you can know always kind of pinpoint mark the team out with that, that gives the big two the hardest time. Over a season And I think the results would tell you It yeah. has to be St
2: Mirren this but, season St Mirren have played their part In some big moments of the season You think when Rangers came to town And, and Giovanni van Bronckhorst uh, Obviously Ange Postecoglou Tasted defeat And they rotated some of his squad that day But St Mirren were absolutely excellent um, and, and they have been in the games I mean just a couple of weeks ago We're standing in here And you know we're having a go at Rangers And rightly so because the home team They've got an abundance of talent That Mark's just mentioned there With millions of pounds and the theory They should win their home games But St Mirren were right in it They make the changes and Of course it looks like They one easy But St Mirren were terrific Again that day So in The big moments They've they've performed And a big moment was A couple of weeks ago Livy, You know At home Huge game And dealt with the pressure And that So a Terrific season But when you play well Against the big teams And like Like Mark here Scores Five goals against him I mean You, you obviously take some personal pride in, in a performance like that When you look back When the season's over And done man,
3: You can sit back and holiday And think Some season Well you know <coughs> Excuse me You know when you're a team like St. Mother Motherwell, Camar Whatever it may be Rangers and Celtic Really aren't your bread and butter But the bonus comes is If you can go And get points mm. Go and score against yeah. them The most important thing Because a lot of teams Just sit in And hope for a nil-nil But obviously This man's yeah. got a knack of scoring It's a fair them. point
1: because you know, well, What do we always hear? Our season won't be defined By games yeah. You take off your points That you've got against Celtic And Rangers this season You're not in the top six Yeah exactly I think that was something We've looked at even the start of this week we've, we've took
6: points off All teams in the top six This season so we're targeting to obviously do the same after the split absolutely
1: Stefan says how does it feel knowing you'll never have to buy a pint in Paisley again <laughs> <laughs> praise uh, and I suppose in a, a more a more serious um, slant on that is Mr. Zoe have you enjoyed visiting the schools and the local community have you noticed the impact of the bigger crowds as the season unfolded
6: yeah definitely I
1: think that's that's something
6: I think it's more more pride ourselves on this year is the community club and I'm local I'm from Barhead And it's it's good to see That the the, the mm. clubs Will involve the community Around about that
1: What was that like To see the sell out Of the weekend Because another favourite Topic on this show um, Because we're so dominated By the big two When, a, cl- when a, a club outside that Cuts the ticket allocation There's fury That we want more yeah. Want more away fans in And you understand Parts of it But I remember Keith Lasley speaking on it And Alan Burrows Has done it at Motherwell Before And other clubs where it's about Trying to sort of Foster something Bigger going forward Is that something You, you were aware of
3: Yeah
6: I,
1: th- I think It was obviously Well documented at the time
6: And it's it's definitely Helped us Obviously as we said We we'll beat Celtic at home We we'll beat Rangers at home And there's not under, There's no surprise That the crowd Made a difference Like if the th- we had Three stands on our side Definitely helped Pushing us over the finish line And if that was Two Celtic and Rangers stands I think it could have been Very different at times And I think even looking at the stats from last year the attendances were actually up because there's more home mm-hmm. fans there, the, the crowds are bigger than what they were when it was two uh, old form stands so um, yeah it's definitely helped us
1: uh, And looking to the future because you've obviously extended the contract, David says, David Healy what are the main reasons behind extending that I like it, he then tries to th- sort of throw you under the bus, do you think Curtis, Charles and the manager will do the same? I think he's looking for an <laughs> exclusive off you. <laughs>
6: I, I would love nothing more, it's um, I think that obviously the two players and the manager have been, been massive for us this year and um, yeah, I would love to see that that sort mm. in the next couple of weeks because they've been they've been key for us.
1: How pleasing was it for for your own situation as well? Because like it's on the outside, maybe we maybe we forget it's easy, you know. And when, when you're form dips, people will want you out, sort of things. Yeah. So how good is it to have the? And I don't mean you personally; I mean generally um, to have that sort of security and, and know that you, that you're loved where you are.
6: No, it's massive. Obviously, I'm I'm very happy that the clubs put the trust in me. And, me now, obviously, repaying them back, and hopefully, I've done that in the last few weeks and I'm going to do it foreseeable. Mm. And the club does mean a lot to me. I'm, as I said, I'm, I'm local and I know a lot of St. Martin fans close to me and that they're happy and pushing me. And,
1: no, it's a, it's a great club to be a part see, of. Mark, you're getting people at uh, the other Mark Wilson, you're getting people getting in touch with you saying that this guy's never out the gym and they see him all the time. He must be some sort of model professional. He really doesn't mm. fit in In between you two in here, I must I was going to say, a bit like myself mm. in my playing days.
2: Not so much now Yeah, in your plane days Not so much now And this guy to the left of you Martin, never seen a gym In More, his life, did he?
3: in the bakery now oh, Listen, I'm a very fit, keep-fit guy A
1: very keep-fit guy A very keep-fit guy, keep fit guy <laughs> That, yeah. that yeah. a
3: look at the us We're built like tanks I <laughs> mean, this man <market. laughs> Anyway
1: um, Yeah, look, how, much, how much do you enjoy that? Because everybody that, you know Has been getting in touch is Kind of talking about your sort of dedication That sort of thing Is that something you've always done? Have you upped it recently? What's the... Uh, mindset.
6: No, I've probably always done it. I think um I've been this season's probably the best run I've had with injuries as well. I've had when I've been at model the last few seasons, I've had a few bad injuries. And someone did tweet about that, but I thought I would ignore it. Yeah. it was politeness for you, but there you yeah, go. Yeah, no, and it's everything seemed to seem to fall into place this season, and um yeah, I've worked hard for it, and I'm I'm hopefully going to reap the rewards in the future.
1: Good. Well, there we are. That was a very quick. Hour. I thought we could have extended. one? Well, was yeah. it.
3: Yeah, well, Thursday.
1: I come in Thursday would you? It, it to Anna oh, yeah. <laughs> an um, told you to, you're on half a shoffie because oh, he's listen, here. That's not a little a little a a a because you have not heard you in the last 40 minutes
3: I know the best uh, you've sounded I, I think a lot of people out there are very happy with
1: that situation yeah, Anyway, big thanks to St Mirren's Mark O'Hara for joining us Really enjoyed his insight Thank you to everyone who got in touch We'll give a small thank you to Mark Wilson and Gordon DL for thanks. joining us As always We are back tomorrow at 6 o'clock A busy old day in Scottish football this was So maybe we'll have some spillover onto tomorrow as we pick up some of the issues that we didn't get round to today. And who knows what tomorrow will bring. Cammy Bell and Simon Donnelly will be here. Make sure you join us. And Callum Gallagher is up next.